Welcome to episode 6 of The Pocket. Today we have an exciting edition where we're giving our two early top 25 takes. It's Madison, it's Parker, and this is The Pocket. Before we get started on this podcast, we want to address some news that broke about three hours today, and that's the death of Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter. There's not really much to say. I think all of the sports world is shocked at this news today, and we just want to start this episode off by saying that we're sending our condolences and prayers to the Bryant family. But back on to the normal pocket stuff. Parker, what is your off-topic take? All right. To start off with my off-topic take, we've got something that's very polarizing with uh, 90s babies, and that's that 90s babies are not special. Here's the thing. The 90s was a very weird time. We had uh, a lot of cool entertainment stuff come out in the 90s, and that's mostly what they like to brag about, how they're so special because they got to grow up when episodes of, like, old Spongebob and, like, oh no, Hey Arnold were being released. Hey, guess what? I was born in 2000, and I grew up with all of the same shows. I vividly, uh, vividly remember watching shows like Hey Arnold and The Rugrats, and definitely Spongebob. They still run Spongebob. And all of these shows, uh, stuff like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and toys that were kind of big in the 90s were still pretty big, in the early 2000s and people like to you know run around saying oh i'm a 90s baby i'm a 90s baby look at me i was born in the 90s only 90s babies will remember this yeah well guess what everybody like born up until like 2005 also remembers that crap so uh because you were born in the 90s you are not special as a 90s baby for four months i'm offended shut up you know i'm right whatever my unpopular opinion, or hot take, I guess, is vastly different, and that is that pineapple belongs on pizza. That's a bad opinion. The classic debate. It just it just does. It's that salty-sweet combo. I don't understand why you wouldn't like it. Okay, well, here's why I don't like it. Number one, texture. Number two... Pizza is already salty sweet combination because marinara sauce on its own is already pretty sweet. And uh, number three, pineapples just aren't that good in general. Pineapple is like the best fruit. Um, that is a strong disagree. I can think about like a bunch of fruits that are better than pineapple. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess these are actual hot takes this time. I guess so. Alright, so uh, moving right along past these uh, polarizing hot takes before we get too heated, which we know I'm right. We've got a very uh, fun little episode here planned. Uh, It's January. The Natties happened, like, what, two weeks ago or something like that? So uh, this seems to be the perfect time, you know, right in the middle of coach swapping season and player recruitment. It's time 
to go ahead and give what we think is our top 25 for the upcoming 2020 college football season. So how we are going to do this is we have two separate lists from what I understand. I haven't looked at hers, but from what she said, uh, hers are probably going to be pretty different from mine. Um, we're going to start at 25 and go to one and we will go, we'll each give five at a time until we get to the, uh, number one spot. For sure. Do you want to give your 25 through 21 first? Yeah, I can go first. Uh, at number 25, I have Cincinnati. At 24, I have Appalachian State. 23, I've got Texas. Uh, 22, I have UCF. And 21, I have Ole Miss. Uh, not really much going on. Uh, 22 through 25, uh, Texas, rest in peace, Texas, kind of thought that they were going to be a lot better at the beginning of last season, but you know what, I really think that, you know, they can hold their own probably in the low 20s, you know, or whatever, but, um, just kind of stuck them there, but the big thing is Ole Miss, obviously, with Lane Kiffin as their, uh, new coach, and all of the experience he has, I'm pretty confident that they will be able to make a big splash onto the scene and start off uh, pretty high. Wow. Yeah, I'll go ahead and give the disclaimer that my, like, 16 through 25 doesn't have a super solid rhyme or reason. Neither do mine. So, just going off of my first five, at number 25, I have North Carolina. 24, I've got Ole Miss. 23, I've got Tennessee. 22, I've got Miss State, and 21, I've got Texas. I feel like I just want to see Ole Miss and Miss State in the top 25, strictly based off their coaches. You know, I kind of doubt that either of those will actually happen, but I'm really just hoping. And then, I don't know, I just have a gut feeling that maybe Tennessee will be able to sneak their way in there and then, you know, disappoint us like they always do. And there's North Carolina, who... Just kind of threw them in there. And then, you know, Texas is always back every season. And then it ends up actually not being back. So you have to put them up there. Yeah, there's a couple of teams where you got to do that whenever you're making a top 25. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like, honestly, i got to give a little disclaimer for my list. As she was saying, 25 through 16, not much of a rhyme or reason. I feel like I had a couple of teams where I knew where they I wanted to go them to go and I just kind of put teams around them but uh you know what uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and continue on 20 through 16 if that's all right all right so at number 20 I've got Navy uh number 19 I've got Miss State 18 Michigan 17 Utah and 16 Iowa uh big thing is Navy seemed to have a pretty solid season uh, back in 2019, um, don't really think they just play to the caliber of some of these other teams that I have higher up, but uh, that was one that I was pretty solid in uh, where I wanted them to go on my list. And also, another disclaimer, do not have Tennessee on this list, which makes me sad because I'm also low-key pulling for Tennessee to do good this season, but I just don't think they're going to start on the top 25. I feel like anything's possible. Well, yeah, anything's possible, but uh, do I think that's possible? Unfortunately, no. Rest, rest in peace. 
Well, just continuing my 20 down to 16. I know we're rushing these first, like, 10 or so. But after this, we'll spend a little bit more time on them. Because, like we said, these ones were the hard spaces to fill for us. So, at 20, I've got Baylor. 19, I put Cincinnati. So, mine's a little higher up than Parker's. 18, I've got Boise State. 17, Oklahoma State. And 16, Iowa State. I kind of forgot about Iowa and this whole thing. But I put Iowa State in there. This was my little category of the states so i see that a lot of states baylor they did good cincinnati did good boise oklahoma state and iowa state they've all been like floating in between like the 18 to like 28 spot like they've been bouncing around in that area so i would just you know did a little research honestly and a few lists that are already out there said things of this nature so i just went ahead with it Alright, sounds good. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and go on with uh, 15 to 11. Now we're really getting into the meat of these lists right here. Number 15, I've got Memphis. Number 14, I've got Wisconsin. Number 13, Baylor. Number 12, good old AU. And uh, number 11, it hurt me to do it, but I had to put Minnesota. At number 11. Uh, first off, I want to talk off about um, Minnesota. Like I said, it kind of hurts me a little bit, but I wasn't disappointed at the bowl game, at the uh, good old Outback Bowl, because Minnesota, this is the first time in their school's history, really, where they've been good, I guess you can say. This is one of their first bowl games, I think it might have been their first bowl game that they'd ever been to, and they won, which was incredibly historic. They finished the season 11-2. and two. They did really, really good this year, and I think they've got some momentum going. I think they can make quite a big splash in uh, 2020, so um, as much as I hate that uh, my team lost to them, I'm pretty excited to see what the Gophers are going to be doing in 2020. Uh, I put Auburn at 12 because, uh, I mean, you know, finished the season a little lackluster after a uh, disappointing bowl game loss, but with uh, some coaching updates we got some recruits and with uh our quarterback having some more experience now i think that uh number 12 is a pretty solid spot for auburn which auburn is really weird with the rankings because they ended you know at like 14 or something at the end of the 2019 season and they were nine and four which i guess just kind of shows how good they are i'm really not sure hoping that their season isn't like that next year I put Memphis at 15 uh, just because, you know, they did all right. Felt like a pretty good uh, mid-list spot. Uh, It's a pretty solid team for them to – pretty solid spot for that team to go. So, uh, Madison, why don't you continue with your 15 through 10? All right. At number 15, I've got Texas A&M. 14, I've got Michigan. 13, Wisconsin. 12, Auburn, and 11, Notre Dame. So just working my way down the line, I think that Texas A&M has a lot more potential because they've got a significantly easier schedule for them. So I think that that gives them enough reason to be pushed up there. 
Then you got Michigan, who they, you know, they held Bama pretty well in their bowl game, and we all know that the Bama this year wasn't the Alabama that we're used to, but still, the fact that they were able to hold them for such a long while says something about them, so I think that gives them a reason to be up there. Wisconsin, they've done super well this past season. The only question is who's going to end up being that final quarterback. They're between two quarterbacks, one being a true freshman that I think is a fan favorite. Um, Going off of that, there's Auburn, who you would think that having such a good season with a true freshman quarterback, they would be up a lot higher, but their defense is what really helped them this season, and two key players from that defense are going to be gone. And so at this point, it's just going to be a guessing game of whether Auburn's defense will be able to hold up as well as well as they have in the past. And then rounding out at number 11, I've got Notre Dame, who has a great quarterback. They won 11 games. I think that Notre Dame is on the up and up, and I just think that they deserve a spot close to that top 10. All right, pretty solid picks there. Uh, I guess I will go 10 to 6. Uh, for me at number 10, I put Penn State. Number 9, I have Notre Dame. Number 8, I've got Florida Gators. Number 7, I've got Oregon. And number 6, I've got Oklahoma. All right. Number 10, Penn State. Penn State also had a really good season. I honestly think to put them much lower than the number 10 spot would be kind of a disrespect to them. Uh, they had a good season. I think they're a good football team. They deserve to be up there in the top 10. Uh, for me, Madison was saying Texas is that team where everybody is like, this is their year, and then they never have their year. For me, that team is Notre Dame. Everybody is like, Notre Dame's going to be really good, and then they put them really high up, and Notre Dame just kind of does mediocre. But uh, they always seem to get pretty good uh, listings right up in the beginning of the season. Uh, and they ended pretty pretty decently at the uh, end of the 2019 season. So uh, they get my number nine spot, number eight, Florida, obviously. Florida was just outstanding, and uh, with their uh, backup quarterback now being their quarterback quarterback, and uh, Felipe Franks uh, having left Florida, he did very well for Florida this season, and now with him heading the team, I think they're going to do great this season, because he did really, really well as a quarterback in the 2019 season. Uh, Oregon also does good pretty early in the season and ended well last season, and same with Oklahoma. So why don't you give your 10 through 6, Madison? All right, at number 10, I've got Oregon. Number 9, Minnesota. 8, Oklahoma. 7, Georgia. And 6, Florida. So, for Oregon, put them at number 10. They did lose Justin Fields, who at the beginning of the 2019 season was supposed to be a Heisman winner, but we saw how that turned out. I still think that Oregon is a super great team. They've got eight returners on offense. They were number nine in scoring last season, and so I think that gives them a good reputation going into preseason. Number nine, Minnesota. Mike Parker was saying a second ago, Minnesota is just – this is the – 
a great time of year for them. They did great over Auburn. And I think that they are ready to keep that momentum and keep pushing that. And so I think that they deserve a top 10 spot. Uh, number eight, we have Oklahoma, who, even though they were in the playoffs, they're losing Jalen Hurts now. And they have yet another transfer for quarterback coming in. So, you know, it's just who else can Lincoln Riley get at this point? I think that everyone's excited about this kid. I forgot his last name, but I think his first name is Spencer. And I think that they're, again, for the fourth year in a row, forced to be reckoned with. Seven, I've got Georgia. They just weren't at caliber this season for what I look for in a Georgia team. And now Jake Fromm is gone. Their kicker's gone. A lot of people are gone. And they're trying to fill in these big positions. And I think that this is honestly a little high for Georgia when it's going to be the end of the 2020 season. But going into it, I think Georgia will be this high. I just really don't see Georgia being that good of a team this year. And then number six, we have Florida. For the same reason Parker was saying, Felipe Franks left, and now Trask is up there, who he's not going to have any competition with Franks. Trask did amazing this season to have to come into it almost blindly, and I think that that deserves some credit. And I think the Florida Gators are going to be way back on their game this season, and they're going to be the SEC team to watch out for. All right, so now it's the moment you've all been waiting for. It is the Pockets top five way too early uh for this one we're gonna do a little bit different i'm gonna give my number five then madison will give her number five i'll give four she'll give four so on and so forth uh just so we can have a little bit more discussion in between and uh have a little bit of suspense so uh all right i guess i'll start with my number five bama well bama did not have a bama season in 2019 obviously still won a very large amount of football games and played to a very high caliber uh in the games that they did win kind of they're losing to a which uh you know has been a fan favorite and a pretty good uh combination with Tua and alabama team to just win numerous amounts of games but uh he's not there anymore so, uh, and I'm interested to see how well they're going to do with a new quarterback. Um, but at the same time, Nick Saban knows how to take good football players and make them great. Um, I think in this offseason, we're really going to see him sculpting together another, you know, impressive football team. So, uh, where they're a little lackluster, they're missing their star player, coming out of 2019, I think going into 2020, uh, Coach Saban is going to be, you know, guns blazing into this scene. So uh, they they get my number five spot. Nice. So number five, I have Penn State. I think Penn State has showed a lot in the 2019 season. They just got a huge assistant hire, and I think that it's going to be a reason to put them in that top 25 based on all the other teams below them. Mm, interesting. All right, so number four, I have the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, as Madison said earlier, it's going to be a little scary because uh, they've lost a couple of their key players, including from, But for the same reason, 
uh, as why I put Bama at number five, Kirby Smart is also an amazing football coach. I think that with the momentum that they kind of had coming out of the uh, 2019 season, they can kind of re-put together a uh, pretty decent football team and go into 2020 pretty strong, especially with their uh, record that they ended with uh, at the end of 2019. Uh, They get my number four spot. And number four for me, I have Alabama. Uh, For a lot of the same reasons that Parker said, you know, two is gone, but Nick Saban is Nick Saban. And I think that he's going to turn this program around. I think the boys are hungry for it. This is the first time in a long time that they haven't even been considered for a playoff. And I think they want to turn that around immediately. I also think that Nick Saban is closer to retirement. And so he wants to pull out these big championship wins before he retires because he wants to retire on a big note like that. So even though their main quarterback is going into the draft, I think that Alabama still has an insane amount of potential, and there's no way that they would be lower than the top five. All right, good uh, Good, little take there. Number three for me is Ohio State. Obviously, Ohio State had a very, very good season this uh, past 2019 season. So they lost to Clemson. Oh, well. Uh, everybody kind of thought it was going to happen. But Ohio State for the past couple of years has been a very, very solid team. I really just don't see them losing <laughs> any sort of momentum going into the new decade. So uh, they get my number three spot. I also have Ohio State at number three for the same reasons. And then they have a large amount of players that are staying. They don't have that many players who are going into the draft or transferring or anything of that nature. And so I think Ohio State is going to keep doing what they're doing. I think they're just going to use what happened in 2019 to try and better themselves and get even further when it comes time for the playoffs. Especially since they're keeping so many of their good players. That's how a lot of teams start to slip and fall is because uh, they lose a bunch of players and stuff. So uh, look out for Ohio State in 2020. For number two, getting real close, we've got Clemson. So Clemson, obviously, was a uh, national championship contender, and uh, they lost it in a pretty stiff competition to the Tigers. Um. I really don't think that Trevor Lawrence is going to be giving up too many spots after his first college football loss ever. So I think just because they have this uh, this passion and an easy schedule that they can uh, just blow through this 2020 season and stay. Uh, keep their top spots and I wouldn't be surprised if they move up to number one at any early point or midway point in the season at my number two I have LSU (gasps) I know it hurts my heart and honestly I do think that LSU will come out lower than number two because of they're losing Joe Burrow they're losing Joe Brady they're losing Dave Aranda everyone's saying that this was LSU's one hit wonder year and I'm inclined to believe that as a trying to be non-biased, but then when I am being biased, I think that 
Coach O has a big opportunity here. I think Miles Brennan is a good player. They're pulling in new boys all the time. I think that LSU will stay in the top five this season. I'm not so sure if we're going to pull out another natty on this one. But I couldn't put them at number one because I just genuinely don't think that they're going to rank LSU that high considering they lost Joe Burrow and Joe Brady, which was the sole reason that they won this season. Wow. You got to know that that was really hard for her to say, bless her heart. (laughs) Anyways, uh, for my number one, I've got LSU. I mean, obviously coming off of a great national championship win, they've lost a bunch of great players and coaches. But here is the thing. Technically, I would say that they still have momentum for the players and coaches that remain, especially Coach O. Coach O seems like just a pretty optimistic person in general. So I feel like he, of all coaches, can hang on to that feeling and that fighting spirit that LSU ended on at the end of the uh, 2019 season and be able to really just fire up his team and put that same passion into this new group of boys and uh, keep a pretty momentous uh, team rolling into 2020. Obviously, they're losing an, a Heisman-winning quarterback and a NFL-level offensive coordinator. But at the same time, I really think that they're recruiting and just Coach O himself can keep that team's momentum going at the beginning of the 2020 season at least. At my number one, I put Clemson. I think that it's hard to not put them there. I They have so many people staying. They have Trevor Lawrence who's staying, even though there's a bunch of experts saying that he should leave because he's so good and he just refuses to. He's only lost one game, and it was a national championship in his college career. And then going off of that, their schedule is in favor of them, to put it lightly. And I just think that we will definitely see Clemson in the playoffs again this year, and I think they're just going to come out of the gate swinging at that number one spot. And I think they'll hold on to it until someone in two, three, or four has a big upset to push them over the top. All right, there you go. We got some different opinions, but uh, that is Madison and Parker's too early top 25. Uh, I'm going to be honest, this was pretty fun to make. What about you, Madison? Oh, yeah, this is a good time. I love doing little things like this, especially when it involves college football, which is my favorite sport. Yeah, and we'll probably end up making another more accurate one once coaches stop getting you know switched around and recruitment you know sort of finishes up but uh always kind of fun just to you know end the season and then immediately try to uh figure out who's going to be in the top 25 about six months before any of it happens of course and we want to hear from you we want to know what either you know you can give us your whole top 25 you can give us your top five just your number one your top 10 whatever you want you can dm us on instagram at the pocket sports and we're also on twitter at the pocket sports awesome well uh that concludes episode six of the pocket uh as we said our prayers are with kobe bryant's family but uh we will see you 
next week. Bye. Bye.